The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. Hello, I'm Beck Hill. And I'm Matthew Hyton. And this is Concessions, a podcast where we interview your cult heroes at Comic Cons around the world. This session comes from Comic-Con Brussels, recorded in late February in 2020, and it's with the fantastic Alex Kingston, which uh, I've got to admit uh, something. I was a little bit nervous um, about this one post having done this because our first introduction to Alex was on the Saturday at the Comic-Con in the green room. And one of the first things she asked about was, what are we going to do about coronavirus? <laughs> because obviously Comic-Cons, everyone's like shaking hands and yeah. touching and hugging. And, and breathing. Yeah. And especially like in, in Brussels, everyone does like breathe, the kiss, breathe, yeah. kiss, kiss. The, yeah, lots of people breathe. You can't stress how many people <laughs> breathe in Comic-Cons. But um, I was very... Uh, look, I was like, look, as long as you're washing your hands and you're not touching your mouth or your eyes too much, you should be fine. And I was like really relaxed about it. And then, um, as some of you may already know, um, the day after Comic-Con, I got horribly sick and had to be quarantined <laughs> because it was potentially going to be coronavirus. Now, thankfully, it just turned out to be flu. But honestly, the biggest fear I had was that <laughs> she was going to find out, that Alex Kingston would find out that I'd been quarantined for coronavirus because she was the one who seemed to be most worried about it backstage. Yeah, she was like really conscious of it. But thankfully I wasn't sick and yeah. I didn't have to make an uncomfortable call to Alex yeah. and explain anything. And uh, and the interview was awesome. Yeah, it's it great. you're about to listen to. Also, I'm going to say this, she is an absolute convention pro oh she's so on it yeah. i mean we didn't really we didn't even need to be there you, you can sit you can always tell like who is just like i don't i don't have to think about this i know exactly what i'm doing she was just she is amazing to to see at a convention like she didn't need us there if we weren't there she would have done something for the crowd but luckily she was there and we got this lovely chat with her enjoy Couch or a small chair? What's your preference? I'll take a big couch yeah. any day. No one's took a wing bag. Everyone goes couch. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, Alex. How are you? Because I can go like this. Do you know this is what like this is nice. <laughs> yeah. Kick back. We, we get your footstool if needs. Yeah. Be. Kick back. Enjoy. That makes a very good footstool, actually. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I've trained though. So, you know. Uh, welcome. How are you? I'm very well indeed. It's been two fantastic days um, yeah. here in Brussels. I've never been here before and um, I'm coming back for sure. Yes! <laughs> That's what we want to hear. Oh, so, have you, have you seen much of Brussels yet or has it mainly been the cons? No, I've seen... Um, a hotel room. Oh, good. I've good. seen um, I've seen a lot of construction as I've been driven from my hotel to the convention. I, I heard uh, that's your thing, though. You go to cities and say, "Where are the big sites? What's going yes, on?" Yes, where are the big sites? The big construction yeah. sites. I want to see yeah. some cranes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, I guess you're no stranger to the uh, Comic Con life, then. I imagine you've done a few. I've done quite a lot of Comic Cons, actually. Um, I sort of started slowly, and then I, I've sort of like fully embraced the the fandom and um as my fans probably know i'm really bad i don't i'm not on twitter i don't tweet and i'm really really bad on instagram 
Um, and in a weird way, I think it's partly because I prefer to meet people one-on-one. I'm old-fashioned that way. Um, uh, so actually, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so going to conventions and and connecting physically properly with the fans, I find just more rewarding for me, and I hope it's more rewarding for them as well. Yeah. But I will, I promise, I promise, I will start tweeting, not tweeting, doing Instagram again when I know my password. <laughs> You're already getting more cheers than any of the other Q and A's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, um, so on that, like. When did you start doing all the cons? Was that directly from Doctor Who or...? No, not directly, because um, uh, there was a clause that the BBC had when um, actors were still actively working on the show that they were not allowed to do conventions or anything else related to Doctor Who. Like, you couldn't do the audio recording stories or anything. And then that sort of changed. Um, And I think... I, I. I think they just realized, particularly with David and Matt Smith, that was the, that was the big change in terms of the growth of, of fandom, particularly in America and across the world. Um, they realized that they sort of had to, uh, just let that go. Yeah. Um, and it's been, it's been amazing. I mean, the whole notion of con- comic cons has sort of, it's just taken off. Mm. Massively in, I'd say, the last 10 years. It's I mean, extraordinary. Yeah. It's, it's, it's sort of gone hand to hand with fan culture online, I guess. It's sort of like, yeah. it's suddenly, yeah. yeah. Well, and also, I mean, the number of fans on Doctor Who that I've met who have, you know, never met each other, but are already close. I mean, dating practically. <laughs> um, and they're on different sides of the world, but they've connected because of. You know, being yeah, yeah. fans of the show, it's it's unbelievable. And it's lovely because I think, you know, if correct me if I'm wrong, but I think you all feel you're part of a big family, you know. So, so there's this wonderful relationship that fans have, even though they may never have physically met. And some fans agree to meet in a country at a convention because they've sort of formed this relationship online. Well, it's because um, they've all got something they can talk about that they have in common, you know. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. like having a family member that you can all talk about because you know what they're up to and yeah. you're kind of that family member. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a member of your big family. Yeah. <laughs> it, it is the beautiful thing water. of fandom now, though. Like, when, when I was growing up and if I nerded about something, you'd have to sort of look at someone and go, I think you're into what I'm into. And then you'd be like, hello, do you want to talk in depth about this specific thing? And now everyone's just got it at their doorstep. It's Absolutely. Beautiful. Beautiful. I'm just going to put this down and open my bottle. Would do you, you mind? Would you like me to open it for you? Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll ask a question while you're opening it. Um, uh, because obviously when you were introduced as, uh, as River, um, into, originally everyone wasn't sure if your character was just sort of a one-off and including then, me. Yeah, so that was my question because I didn't. I wanted to know whether that was something that that you knew, or at what point did you find out more and more things about your character? I all I knew was that um, I was doing this wonderful story, um, which was a two part story um, w- entitled "The Science in the Library," and I knew that I my character had had a relationship, or there was some history with the Doctor, but we didn't know what it was. And then she sacrifices herself um, to keep him alive. 
Uh, and I thought, wow, that's what, you know, how heartbreaking is that? That there was obviously this relationship that met, meant something hugely to her and we're never going to know what it is. Mm. And uh, that's what I thought it was. And um, it was only, it was about six months later that uh, they got in contact with me and, and Stephen sort of said, well, I'd always had this planned and um, would you be willing to come back? And there's there's more storyline. And so I had such a good time. I said, well, of course, you know. Yeah. And it's just gone on and on and on. I mean, who knew? <laughs> I certainly didn't. <laughs> in, in terms of when you started to get to know River as a character, did that start to mess with your head that you had to build a chronologic timeline for her life so with a point where you're like okay so my character knows that's happened but doesn't know that's happened and how does that you know what i i tried but that just so messed with my head <laughs> that i i was just like i'm just gonna trust i'm yeah. gonna trust because Stephen is so genius at what he does he he writes these story threads and throws them out and leaves them sort of just sort of wafting in the wind and then he knows eventually that they're going to connect um and i just i'm going to trust that that's that's um that's the way it works in his universe and uh it's a good thing to do to trust Stephen Moffat. <laughs> <laughs> you said that like you're giving like, it's a good thing to do to trust like if <laughs> some advice to you <laughs> yeah do you know it's really bizarre if you took your hair away and your beard, you would look like Arthur Darville. It's really <laughs> oh, bizarre. I so I, uh, I worked on a, a, a companion show with um, uh, Legends of Tomorrow and Arrow and all that. So I've, I've got to meet him and he's lovely. But I got very excited because you played the mother of Sarah and Laurel Lance yeah. in Arrow. Yes. And then obviously Sarah Lance goes off to become the White Canary, joins Legends of Tomorrow yes. with a time traveller. I Who know. happens to be, I mean... My dad. Yeah. <laughs> Is that a crossover that you would ever like to see happen? <laughs> uh, I mean, it, it's kind of really strange, but uh, but wonderful as well. Um, and, uh, you know, the fact that Arthur sort of went on from Rory to become this kind of doctor-like time traveller, mm. um, I think was sort of kind of ironic really because yeah. uh certainly the character of rory was not that that sort of character really not that person you know he he was brave but he was um he was sort of um not henpecked but he you know the women around him were sort of much stronger yeah, yeah. Which I gotta say made him very attractive to yeah. me. So <laughs> what that somebody's yeah. happy for me to wear the trousers? Oh yes, thank you. <laughs> um on that as well, with you obviously your character being so complicated in terms of the timeline that she flows through the doctor's life. Yeah. Was there sort of I guess you never know when that character begins and ends in terms of you can now come back anywhere. Do you find it quite exciting that you might uh, have doctors that haven't even been on screen yet and you impact their life in some way as a character? Well, totally. Um, I mean, I I know I've met my second wife, but the audience <laughs> haven't seen that happening yet. Yeah. And um, I think it would be great for me to meet my second wife, um, who's the doctor right now, uh, yes. at some point. Um, but... Yes, I mean, certainly going into the future, 
there's the sort of, you know, messing messing yeah, with your head idea that there are future doctors who may even only be seven years old right now. <laughs> yeah. um, but likewise, uh, doing the Doctor Who audio stories, uh, I've worked recently with Tom Baker. You know, oh. I, I'm sort of t- traveling back in time. So River is still time traveling and she's sort of getting to meet I mean, every single husband <laughs> in oh. every sort of physical manifestation is you, really do you, exciting. <laughs> do you have like a, a, a coffee-style Costa stamp book where whenever you work with a new one, you're just like... Yeah. So you just, and yes. when, you, when you've got five, you get one free. <laughs> yes, exactly. That's what I like to hear. Um, did you grow up as a fan of Doctor Who? Was there a Doctor you grew oh, up with? Oh, come on, I'm English. I know. I, assume, I, didn't want to, I didn't want to assume, but yeah, who was I mean, your doctor? If you're English, it's the Queen and Doctor Who. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I thought you were saying the Queen is your favourite doctor, and I was like, no. what a scoop! No, that would be very weird. I would watch that. Imagine Being married that. to the Queen. Um, Jodie finishes in the regeneration, and the Queen's just like, you know what? I've done enough royalty stuff. I'm trying this. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Canines are corgi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Who was your, who was your doctor growing up then? Um, my doctor was uh, John Pertwee. Oh, oh, nice. Yes, he was my doctor. Is yeah. he still the one you hold dear in your heart, or now you've worked with him? Are they? Do you, oh. don't, you don't have to pick a favourite. Don't worry. No. I, I, to, to be honest. Um, I mean, I think every person has their own doctor and they're quite loyal to that doctor. And it's sort of, you know, I think it is when, when you first really connect to the show and it depends, you know, what, what time that is, what age that is. So for me, it, the John Pertwee years were for me the years. Um, and, um, but I mean, certainly now, uh, working with them all, I get asked often, I get asked, which is your favorite doctor? Yeah, I didn't want to ask. And, um, you know, I just say, well, they're all the same person. They're just in, in you know, different physical forms. And um, that can be very exciting. Yeah. For song. <laughs> it's a very good answer. <laughs> if, if, if you were, my wife would say the same about me over the years, don't worry. <laughs> Face those Twitter notifications? Forgot to watch anything but Netflix? Dreading the video conference small talk at nine? You need a new vitamin, you know. You need the Smart 7. It's a brand new daily podcast that puts your brain into gear. Everything you need to know in less than seven minutes. You need the Smarts? Hey, we got the Smarts. The Smart 7, every weekday at 7 a.m. Available right now on Spotify and all the usual places. 
um, yet we are going to jump out to the audience because we've not got you for long. So if you have a question, I'm sure you do. Raise your hand. Hello. Hello. Um, my question is, will we ever see River again on screen? Will, will we, we ever, ever see, see River? River again on screen? All I can say to that is, spoilers. <laughs> okay, I have a question. Stand there with your microphone. You've got to find somebody with an answer. I have a question. What is River's favorite fruit? Oh, who's, who's oh, hand down it? here. There's a hand down here, Matt. Oh, uh, hand down there. I'm hand down there. Straight in the air. Is that, a, is that an A.B. Pond it's outfit? It's your mother. Yeah, it's your mum. I'd say a banana. <gasps> a banana? I'd say you're right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you need a T-shirt that says Alex Kingston threw a banana at me. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll just say this now. There is a, a flying banana warning at this show. Um, yes, we've got someone's waving at me down here. Hang on. It's about one of our previous conventions uh, with David. Uh, and I was wondering is if he has finally... Got his banana. Got his banana. Yes. yes, he has. <laughs> I'll say no more. I, I, just, I don't know what that means. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Sounds like a different David's sort of convention. David's got his banana. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, okay, we had questions down this his. way. So one, two, three. Um, yep. Hello. I was wondering, because it's such a unique story, I, I like the story of like a love story told uh, out of sequence or uh, in the wrong order. And I was wondering how that was for you as an actor to kind of, um, uh, how, you, how do you play that? Because you don't know in which part of the love story you are. No, I don't know which part of the love story I am. But you know what? That's what makes it exciting. Because in a sense... Uh, you know, we in our everyday lives, we don't know what's going to happen next in our lives in terms of our relationships, where we're feeling. I mean, the, obviously, the thing for me that's more difficult is um, I'm only going in one direction in terms of my age. And um, <laughs> the doctors on the whole are going in the other direction. So at some point, you know, I'm going to be with a... Zimmer frame going, hello, sweetie, like this. Uh, uh, so, uh, but um, hey, I'll ride with it. I don't care. <laughs> Are we, whatever you do in that series, we're all watching. I want to see the episode where it's you and a doctor just going through your, we'll just get some Trekkie pants in a takeaway phase and binge some Netflix. <laughs> yes, exactly. I'd watch a whole season of that. Yeah, exactly. I've, I've got a question. Okay. If, if, Knowing that the doctor is your, your partner, yeah. um, who would your dream doctor in the future be? An actor playing, your, playing the doctor Whoa. who you would get to snog, essentially. Oh, my <laughs> God. Oh, my God. Okay. Um, ooh. Oh, I can't say that. <laughs> I can't say that. I'm married, exactly. This I'm, is hypothetical. Be my husband. My husband would be my doctor in the yeah. future. <laughs> yeah, my husband. Uh, Brad Pitt. <laughs> yeah, no. um, yes, okay, I have, have another question. Yep. Okay, so how do the Silurians kill their enemies or their prey? This is a oh, great episode, Joe. Well. Oh, yeah, we got, we got it. Don't they change into them? Nope. 
No, it's not changing to them. Anyone no. think they've got it? How do the Silurians, you know, those that lizard, she was here. She was here. How do they yeah. kill? Oh, there's one there. How do they uh, kill them? Wait, we got one here as well, so. Oh. No. Yep, shout it out. There's Captain Marvel there. Yep. Uh, they lick them with their tongue into their neck and poison them normally. Absolutely right. Here's Watch a banana. <laughs> <laughs> There's, there's people in my hometown who kill in exactly the same way. Um, right, we I have... I hope no one's allergic to bananas in this <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, since you have a, re- a history and connections with Germany, I wanted to know, do you have a favorite or maybe least favorite thing about Germany or Germans in general? Um, okay, well... Uh, I'd say my favorite thing about Germany, but the, and, but this is sort of more Bavaria, um, is Lederhosen. <laughs> I have two pairs of Lederhosen, and I have three dentals. <laughs> and I like to wear them. <laughs> um, my least favorite thing about Germans... No, I don't think I have a... Well, maybe... Germans, not Germans past history yes. which is not one of my favorite things. Um, but I pretty much like, I like sort of, yeah, every, pretty everything. I mean, Germans even have a sense of humor. So, um, which is a little known fact. <laughs> I love how we've got a German audience member just nodding. Yes. Nodding. Yeah, yes, they, they do. Answer, they do. We they do. have a sense That's of humor. That's a very efficient answer. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. And, um, uh, oh my God! Who is it? Um, uh, Wurst. What's 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 her name? His name Sausage. Yeah, Wurst is Sausage. But the the Eurovision Song Contest. Yes, exactly, exact. I mean, come on. Oh, she's Austrian. Oh, okay then. Well, it's close enough. Close enough. Tirol. It's Alex, all how thing. did your uh, Q and A turn into a riot? Well, we got to Eurovision and it just spiraled. Uh, okay, one, one more question. question. I have a question. Yeah, yeah. and then we, we will. I've got you. one more question. Oh, yep. So, where? This is not a trick question either. Where is a Sontaran's probic vent? Oh, straight up there, straight. <laughs> At the back here, at the neck. Yes! Oh my God! Banana You get the banana! (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we had a question here as well. Hello, we have been recently introduced to a new mysterious doctor, a woman. And in one of your first apparitions in the show, well, a few episodes in, you say to the doctor, who you do not recognize, you remind me of my first wife. Actually, I say you remind me of my second wife. Second wife. Oh, my sorry, first wife was Cleopatra. Nice to know that. Yes, yes. That's why I'm saying I've got to meet my second wife. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. I hate to do this, but we are running so low on time and we don't want you to miss your train. Yeah, and no. we want you to go meet your second wife. I've got to meet my second wife. Yeah. And actually, have you seen the four of me in the back there? We've I been, have, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. 
for a second got really excited. I thought they were me, and then I was like, oh, no. Yeah, yeah no, yeah. We've got, so we've got all these river songs down the front as well. In fact, you might as well stand there as well. Yeah, this yeah. is unreal. You, you blend so, in. You yeah. blend yeah. in. Yeah, oh. you could be the son of Amy and Rory. Easily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's my cosplay. Uh, Alex, this has been an hour. I so wish we had more time because I'm having too much fun. But as I say, we have to let you return. Um, you know what to do, guys. Uh, Alex Kingston. Thank you. If we had more time, we'd play more games. And there you go. So thanks for listening. You can find us on social media. We are at ConcessionsPod. That's C-O-N-S-E-S-S-I-O-N-S-P-O-D. And that's on Instagram and Twitter. Yeah, and if you're interested in what either Beck or myself are up to, where can they find you, Beck? Yeah, you can find me, Beck Hill Comedian. That's uh, on all social media and websites. Or Be Chill Comedian if you read it wrong. And Matt, I believe you're in the middle of writing a show where you buy people's souls? That's correct. I, at the time of recording, own three souls by contract. (laughs) (laughs) Where can people sell you their souls, Matt? You can sell me your souls or just come for silly stuff. I am at Matt Hyten on Twitter and I am at It's Matt Hyten on uh, Instagram because there is another Matt Hyten and he got there first. (laughs) Uh, Other than that, thanks for listening. We will see you again soon. This has been a Great Big Owl production with help from Joel Morris, recorded by Alex Rimmersvall at Comic-Con Brussels, who we are very thankful to have us hosting there, produced and edited by John Harris, with the theme tune by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. GreatBigOwl.com Oh, hello you. My name's Tom Price. Hello, I'm Dave Cribb. You should come and join us every day. We do a podcast called Cabin Fever, where we talk to loads of comedians who've had to cancel everything else in their lives. So they come on our podcast instead, don't they, Dave? Yeah, it's an isolation podcast. Uh, Dave, were you yawning at the start of that sentence then? Was it just a little yawn? Yeah, it's basically the Great Big Owl isolation podcast. We'll have people on from all our podcasts, from your Rule of Threes, your Brian and Rogers, your Musicals, your Bitchins. If you like any of our podcasts, if you like any of those people, chances are they'll be logging onto the Zoom call and just chatting, because let's face it, they got nothing else to do. Also, there'll be a quiz on the bell. All right, see you soon. Lots of love. Cabin F-E-A-3709. Oh, 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 that's our Twitter name.